And welcome back to the CSE podcast. Um, for right now, I'm the only one here. Ethan's fucking late. Where the fuck is my vape? Shut the. F- oh my fucking god, cunt! Where the fuck? What is this? Hello, CSE. Yeah. So Ethan's here. Yay! Yay! I drove home last weekend and it was very bad. But now we're here, and I forced Nick to do a podcast at nine in the morning. Yes, it's nine in the morning. Uh, and I have school later today, but here we are recording the podcast for your viewing pleasure. Well, this is kind of a weird setup. I'm not used to looking at you. Yeah, no, I don't know how I really feel about it. Why is that? Uh, well, first off listeners, you can't see this clearly, but, um, we're on a very small desk. Ethan's on a kitchen chair. And I'm on my desk chair. And we're using a single Blue Yeti mic because we didn't have the brain capacity to figure out the spacing for two microphones. Yeah. And he has his big-ass Blue Yeti, and then I have my Snowball just sadly sitting behind it. He has his peasant Yeti sitting behind it, looking on in fear. Yeah. So this is a... We talked about it a lot, but this is actually the first uh, in-person... Live, live podcast we're doing. You know, I feel bad because I've been telling people for weeks, like, we have something really big planned, don't worry. But then I realized, I was like, we don't have anything planned for, like, three fucking weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's not unlike us to go... MIA for fucking weeks at a time. Yeah. I feel extra bad, though, that we actually went full-on radio silent. Like, we didn't do our usual meme of, like, oh, shit, guys, we got some in the fucking works when we're not doing anything. Yeah, we just kind of settled for, like, yeah, we'll be in the same room in half a month. <laughs> yeah, we'll just not do anything until then. Yeah, so I'm sorry about the radio silence and uh, leaving you in the dark, but hopefully this suffices. The plan we're going for right now is what we did with our, what was that, like, media trilogy, I guess? Yeah. Like, media recommendations. We're doing three episodes uh, while I'm here, and then we're going to release them subsequently because we have a lot to talk about. So it's going to be a fun couple episodes for you guys. Yeah, it was was an interesting time. I don't want to get too far into it. We got um, some saucy stories for the later ones. It was, yeah, it was some, some to behold. Yeah, but I guess I want to start out with my drive out here, which is a fucking journey. <laughs> so as a, as the smartest member of Siesta Inc., you know, <laughs> okay, buddy, I decided that instead of paying forty eight dollars for a plane ticket from San Diego to Colorado, I would drive my car across the country for two days. Yeah, that's a smart idea. Yeah. How much did you spend on gas? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I okay. had maybe two hundred bucks when I got here. Oh Christ. Yeah. But it, so I talked to one of my buddies for a couple weeks and I was like, hey man, how would you feel about flying out to San Diego? I'd pick you up at the airport and then we'd drive across the country. And be like, yeah, sounds like a plan. And so, you know, picked him. Well, there were some complications with that, too, because uh, his flight was scheduled to land at 4 p.m. And mm-hmm. it didn't get in until 11 at fucking night. Hell yeah. So I drove down to San Diego. I got off work early. And I was just chilling there for a second. And he's like, my flight just got delayed. And I was like, okay, no worries. He's like, yeah, I'll be there closer to six. I was like, cool. One of my friends is at a hotel not too far away. I'll just go hang out with him for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just hanging out at this hotel with my friend, hamming it up. You know, we got some Mexican food, which is really good. (laughs) 
And then uh, we're sitting there building this cherry blossom tree Lego set that he bought. Oh, I want one of those so fucking It bad. was sick. You can change the leaves out and it turns green or pink. Well, the pink leaves are like fraud. Fraud. They're pink frogs. Yeah, it's awesome. I want it so bad. I have a picture of my hands just filled with Lego frogs. They're awesome. But so we're sitting there. We build this set. And it's like six. And I'm like, have you left yet? And he's like, no. And I look <laughs> at... I go on Frontier's flight tracking website, and it says it's delayed 23 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Holy and shit. he texts me, and he says everybody just stood up and went to the counter and started a flash mob in front of the uh, flight attendant. Oh Yelled at them God. and made them very sad. Jesus. And <laughs> so eventually the flight changed back, but it was still delayed like five fucking hours. <laughs> And I was like, wow, we're literally not going to get to Las Vegas until, like, 6 in the morning. And that's exactly what happened. He finally landed at 11. I almost got hit, like, three times trying to get to the fucking terminal because people don't know how to drive around airports. No. At all. And, uh, yeah, so I picked him up, and we were, I was like, we really need to get on the road. And he's like, I need In-N-Out now. <laughs> I was like, there's In-N-Out in Vegas. Just wait. He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So we fucking drive around forever trying to find In-N-Out. And eventually we do. We get our fucking food. And then we start driving. And I don't know if any of you listeners have ever drove on I-5 up from San Diego towards L.A., but it is the fucking worst. It is fucking pre-rendered eight-lane GTA highways the entire fucking way. Hell yeah. And I'm tired as fuck because I've been up since four in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can totally drive five hours to Vegas on nothing but a bang and nicotine. Oh, God. And so we get about halfway to L.A., and I'm just cruising, like, tired as shit. And uh, I tried changing lanes. There's not a person on the fucking road. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, I just want to be in the middle lane for some reason. And so I start merging over, and my friend is like, there's a car behind you. And I turn, and I just see headlights in my mirror, and I swerve so fucking hard to get back in my lane. Oh, my God. And so I'm, my fucking heart is pounding through my chest. I feel like I'm about to piss myself when I see this old woman in a Jaguar peel out at a fucking billion miles an hour past <laughs> me. And he's like, that's not your fault. She sped up when she saw you changing lanes. What a bitch. Yeah, I wanted to run her off the road. It's okay, though. But so eventually I pulled over. I was like, dude, I can't drive anymore. Like, I'm tired as fuck. I already drove down here and waited fucking seven hours more than I thought I would. (laughs) And so I just sat in the passenger seat and let him drive my car all the way to Vegas. And uh, yeah, it was a bad time. We eventually got to Vegas and... He, <laughs> the living situation we had was his dad's coworker has a condo in Vegas, and he gave us permission to stay there for however long we needed. Nice. Yeah, no, it was awesome. But we rolled in at five in the morning looking dejected and homeless as fuck. Awesome. Like, we're crusty and sweaty and have bags under our eyes. It's 5 a.m. And we wander into the lobby of this condo, and <laughs> he goes up to this woman who looks so terrified because neither of us are wearing masks. Yeah. Like, we just looked heinous. And he goes, how do I get to this room? She's like, do you live here? And he's like, no, but I have the key. <laughs> And I was like, dude, she's not going to let us fucking in if you say some shit like that. Yeah, that's fucking mighty sus. Yeah, and she's like, do you know the owner? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, it's my dad's friend. And he's like, there should be a note saying we're supposed to be here. And eventually the lady finds the note and she's like, okay. And like buzzes us us in and lets us go upstairs. Oh my lord. And so we finally get upstairs and it's this beautiful apartment Mm -hmm. that's overlooking the strip on the 18th floor. 
And I'm like, this is really cool, but I'm deliriously tired. And so I go into my bedroom and I'm just looking through the closet for some reason, because, you know, it's totally not a a hotel room. It's somebody's actual house. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I found there was some nice silken robes. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so immediately the first thing I did was get down to my tank top and shorts and throw <laughs> on a silk robe and then proceed to go sit on the balcony and stare at the strip at five in the morning. It was very nice. That's disgusting. No, I hate that. Awesome. And then Ugh. fucking, I think the worst part, just because it added to how I thought we were almost going to get kicked out, yeah. was... <laughs> We were really hungry after like an hour of being there because like the smart guys we are, we just decided not to go to sleep as soon as we got there. Yeah. And so my friend was like, I'm going to order Maccas. And I'm like, okay, get yourself some Dons. And so he got himself some food, but I wasn't feeling Maccas. So I ordered myself Taco Bell breakfast, mm-hmm. which is kind of heat, actually. I won't, I won't is lie. It? They got the crunch wrap with like the eggs and the shit in it. They got the eggs and the shit in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Great explanation, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that and some like roll full of like stuff. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. This is great. And um, I went downstairs to get it, but I forgot to put my shoes on. And again, I'm just wearing a tank top, like basically board shorts and this robe. And I just wandered downstairs into the lobby barefoot. And I don't see my driver yet. So I'm just kind of standing behind the desk, like staring at the door. And I think this woman can like detect my presence. Cause she just turns around <laughs> and looks at me and she's just like, can I help you? And I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for my Taco Bell. She's like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. And then the dude shows up, and I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? Thank you. And I snatch the Taco Bell and walk away. And I look behind me, and they were all staring at me. There was, like, two employees, a janitor, and the driver were all just kind of looking at me as I walked away. Nice. Yeah, so that's my uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas arc. Oh, we need to talk about the first fear and loathing in Las Vegas arc when you... The first time you drove to Vegas... Oh, that was incredible. Um, you went... You started at the top of the strip. You drove down it, standing through the sunroof with blinding lights playing in the background. Yeah, so if I haven't talked about it before, <laughs> last year, me and my best friend, we drove to San Francisco for a little cheeky holiday. And um, we were going through Vegas because the route, the route, the route you take to get to uh, California through Colorado, you have to go straight through the fucking strip. And I hadn't seen Vegas in a while, and I was on my weekend kick. And so naturally, the second we got to like the main part of the strip, I hijacked the ox, threw blinding lights on, and then climbed through the sunroof while it was going at a billion decibels. And it was a really experience you need to have in life is it it is i felt very famous even though i was i felt very famous even though i was standing out of the sunroof of a mazda 3 Mm -hmm. with fucking broken speakers but it was really nice we fucking we were going very fast that's probably the only fun part about it yeah no that's because it was also like the perfect time where it's not like pitch black but it's not bright out either yeah where the neon like the neon's taking over yeah. as the main source of light. Yeah. But no, it was awesome. And then we realized that neither of us were old enough to drink or gamble. So we just were like, let's just wander the strip and be hooligans. Yeah. So we just went to our hotel. And the worst part about this is we weren't like drunk or anything because he refused to let me drink the beer we had packed. He was like, no, nah, dude, we need to wait until we get to California. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, can I just have one? We've been in the car for nine hours. And he's like, no. <laughs> 
Awesome. Yeah, so all we had, no water, no nothing, just a pack of Marb Reds. Oh, and, uh, good. We proceeded to wander through alleyways in Las Vegas to try and find Smashburger. <laughs> we ran into some cute little characters along the way. Like some cute little some cute little clappers. Yeah. What the fuck? Have you not heard of that? Or clackers? Clackers? Yeah, it's the dudes who stand on the corners of the strip with the fucking stripper cards. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what they were called. I thought those were just like... That's what my dad calls them. I don't know if that's what they're actually called. I feel like that's not a correct term. Uh, it's probably borderline racist. No, it's not race. No. racially motivated. It's just like they made the they make the clacking sound because they have like the card like a stack of cards and they like. See, I guess I've never seen them clacking. They just go up to you and they're like, "Hey, kid, you want to see some titties?" Yeah, they wa- they're like standing there and they're. And then as you walk by, he's like, come see my girls. I have many beautiful girls. I have many beautiful women with the big titties. So the last time I experienced that, I was in San Diego with some of my friends, just mm-hmm. wandering around Gaslamp at like 11 at night. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> That's where the Padres are. It is where the Padres are. Um, but we were just walking around, and my friends were drunk as shit. And <laughs> we're just crossing the street to go back to this area where we saw, like, I think we saw a silent disco going on. I, oh, yeah. I haven't talked about that on here yet, I don't think. No. But <laughs> we're trying to find the silent disco, and this van, like, this big-ass Mercedes van, like, screeches into the middle of the street. And this lady's, like, hanging out of it. I'm like, is this the fucking bang bus? <laughs> what the fuck? And she's like, take these! And we're like, what the fuck? And my friend, like, screeches and runs up to her and grabs the entire stack of cards out of her hands. Jesus. And they're all vouchers for free entry to a strip club. Awesome. And he's like, yes! And then he sees 21 plus on the thing. He's like, yeah. fuck, and just slams him in the street. That's, like, the most kidnapper-esque way to advertise a strip club. Oh, I know. Just fucking pulling into the middle of a... Like, literally... Right turn, yeah. Pulled, stopped, and was like, "Hey, <laughs> what the fuck?" I don't, that's that's whack. No, it was a little sketchy because she offered to drive us to the strip club. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, and my friends were like, "Dude, it's like not that far." Like, I, dude, let's fucking do uh, it, dude. Like, you know, I've been working on my game a little bit. Oh, like, I bet Jesus. we could probably nail some strippers spitting, tonight, bro. Dude, like, I matched with this girl on Bumble the other night, and like, honestly, I think I just I can pull any woman dude, on her I now. Can fucking do it. Let me test my skills, dog. <laughs> That's shitty. Yeah, but so to keep going with the driving story about getting out here, um, I have a very, like, well-kept car. It's kind of, it's not new, but it, why are you looking at me like that? Uh, listeners, uh, I wouldn't trust him. Uh, I was in his car. He says well-kept. I walk in, there's three different bottles not just bottles. Jugs. <laughs> gallon jugs of water. I'm pretty sure all of them were half filled. Um, the windows, so it's a used car. The windows, like the plastic... Side panels. Yeah, the side panels are melted, so they're bumped up. There's like a big-ass bubble on all of them. And there's just like random shit. Not it's not like dirty or anything. There's just like random shit. What are those uh those books? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like it's it's not called Clue, but they used to. It's kind of like Where's Waldo, and it'll give you like a legend of items you had to like find in the book. And be like ha, I spy, I spy. My car's yeah. like an I spy. Just yeah, no, shit. it's just random garbage. 
It's weird. Yeah. But so don't listen to him. His, oh, it's well kept. It's well, not dirty. No, asshole. What I mean is, like, the car itself has been, like, taken care of. Like, it's the engine's in good shape. Oh, sure. you're okay. Yeah. Talking about the engine. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll yes. give you that one. Yeah, no, it performs fine, if you will. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh look at you. fucking God. But, so, car's in really good shape when I leave California. And then... I don't know if it was a combination of my friends not knowing how to handle my car or just making my car very sad by driving it 3,000 miles across the country. <laughs> Probably but, a combination uh, of both. Yeah, no, he was uh, in charge of driving us down the mountains after we got... I drove us through Grand Junction. Uh-huh. And listeners, if you know Colorado geography, I know you're going to get a little chuckle out of the references I'm going to throw your way. But... So I drove us through Grand Junction and then eventually pulled off and he drove the rest of the way uh, of I-70, like through the mountains and shit. And if any of you have driven on I-70, you know it's a fucking death trap in the mountains. sucks. Yeah. And so people, I don't blame him in the slightest because he's a pretty good driver, but people don't know how to handle the fucking mountains at all. So for a good like two hours, we were just getting brake checked on and fucking off the entire way. And then finally, we're like 30 minutes away from my house, and we're going down this steep ass, like 7% grade. And this semi truck is just having a seizure, like 100 feet ahead of us. And so everyone's like freaking the fuck out, like, what do we do? What do we do? (laughs) And so people are just stopping. There's people switching lanes, passing on the left, like all this crazy shit. And my fucking, uh, I look at my friend, and he's like, your steering wheel is edging right now. And I look over and my steering wheel is just going like rumbling the super death hard. Wobble. Yeah, I was like, no way. And uh, so now I have a warped rotor. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's Hell great. Yeah. yeah, for the listeners, if you aren't from Colorado or if you've never driven in Colorado, it's the dumbest fucking shit in the world because we have two major interstates I 70 and I 25. That's it. Everything else. Is just like state highways that suck because our fucking CDOT, our transportation department, does jack shit to maintain it. They haven't fixed a single pothole in my many years on this earth. It's funny because you can drive I-70 east to get into Kansas. Yeah. The moment you cross the border, it's like you're on a different fucking highway. That's how it was. Even driving through fucking Utah, the roads are better. It's... The moment you enter Colorado, it gets shitty. Yeah. It's incredible how precise it is. No, yeah. I mean, I-70 all the way through Utah. There's nothing in Utah. It's a fucking desert. No. Very well-kept roads for a fucking desert. Yeah. And then you get here, and they're like, hmm, today I will not repair my roads. Hmm. The roads will be shitty. (laughs) Hmm. Zip, zap, the roads are crap. Yeah, honestly. It's fucking... So, you got into Colorado. Yep. And you drove through the death trap. Yep. And then we've been just dicking around. Yeah, no, uh, I got to meet one of our group chat friends for the first time ever. Yeah, we we hung out with Diana. Well, Ethan met Diana for the first time. Hi, Diana. (laughs) Yeah, if you listen to this, hello. But, yeah, so it was really good because last time I came home, I didn't get to see Nick. I don't don't think I even texted you. No, you texted me once. Oh, yeah, no, you texted me once, and I didn't want to go to that place. Where were we? Where were we going? You know where you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to go, 
Yeah. And then Ethan just never texted me again. Yeah. No. And then he left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is my first time actually seeing Nick and the crew in a year, over a year now. Mm. And so it's been good. Um, we went and grabbed breakfast. And yeah. I was trying to think, was the breakfast incident with you or someone else? The nice gentleman that was sitting next to us. Yes, that was the, we had, there is, so the where, where we live in Colorado is very strange. Uh, it's very well split down the middle politically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll get some like. <laughs> and that split is Wadsworth. Yeah. And you'll get like some very nice uh, young liberal people talking about liberal things and then you'll get some older republican people talking about not not so nice republican things <laughs> we were enjoying our lovely little breakfast i had a lovely salmon eggs benedict i had a hash a scramble if you would with a big ass pancake <laughs> scramble a scramble would. and then diana ate a eighth of a biscuit a biscuit and gravy and then one home style potato <laughs> um, but we were like nearing the end of our meal and there's these two older gentlemen sitting next to us one looked like fucking uh patrick stewart if he'd been mm. doing like meth and chain smoking for a couple years and the other one looked fairly nice yeah um <laughs> like like a nice grandpa that yeah you see occasionally you see him at church with his 15 grandkids yeah um and they had a nice dichotomy going on. The nice looking one was talking about how like, oh yeah, I don't really agree with the mask mandates because those are coming back. But like, I'll do it just to be safe. And the other one was uh, talking about all the little supplements he takes <laughs> to stop the vid. So from my perspective, <laughs> so Nick starts like looking at me with this look he always gets on his face when he wants me to acknowledge something going on around us. Mm-hmm. And I see him, like, tearing up trying not to laugh at something. And I'm like, what? And then I tune myself in. And I hear this man just listing out every fucking vitamin and supplements he takes. And immediately, I almost die laughing. Because I'm just listening to this. He's like, yep, I take my magnesium pills in the morning along with my iron. And, you know, if I'm feeling a little frisky, I'll throw some fish oil in there. And... I have a really bad habit of just making things really fucking obvious when, like, someone's like, hey, don't look now where that's happening. And then immediately I'll be like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm going to stare at them for a little while. No, I have another story at that same restaurant uh, from a couple days previous. Oh, yeah, that's right. But uh, (laughs) so I'm just choking laughing. Like, I eventually grab my cup of water and I'm just holding it at my face so it looks like I'm just drinking water. (laughs) But that was the funniest shit ever because this man was acting like his friend was very fucking interested in him. Oh, vitamins. yeah. And maybe that's just an old man thing. Maybe in, like, 30 years, the podcast will turn into us talking about Instead our of fucking, going to the gym, talking about the different vitamins we take. Yeah, talking about your InfoWars fucking... Oh, I'm so shocked that I didn't hear horse medication once in that <laughs> conversation. I was... He was listing out all these fucking very specific vitamins and i'm like it's gonna he's gonna say fucking horse something the horse pills are gonna come up yeah i'm like i was shocked that we left and didn't hear horse medication once (laughs) it was it was quite the scene yeah that was a good time they uh 
No, they weren't the ones that ordered weird shit. I'll get to that story. So, yeah, to go on uh, to what I was speaking about just a second ago, I was at that same restaurant with a different group of people. Probably, like, I, it was, like, my uh, first day, like, actually back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to my friend's house. We hung out. And then in the morning, we all went to this restaurant and got breakfast. Because it's a pretty good restaurant. For it's very good. Is. Yeah. It's a little pricey. Yeah. So, we went. And we were sitting... Same table the old men were at. We're on the other side in the booth, though. Mm -hmm. And so we're just sitting there, and we're just enjoying our breakfast. And my buddy Alex goes, he's like, I've never seen someone eat a pancake like that before. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, look to your right. And so I look to my right, and I don't see what the fuck he's talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? This dude's just eating a pancake, and his wife is eating eggs. And... He's like, no, look closer. And I'm like, what? And like, I'm getting frustrated because like, I don't. <laughs> I'm getting mad. <laughs> no, literally, because they're all laughing at it. Like, all the three other guys we were with were like dying laughing at something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, dude? Like, I just see an old man eating fucking pancakes and an old lady eating eggs. And then. I take a second look and they're not eggs. This woman has gotten two forks and just shredded her pancakes into tiny clumps. And she has her own bottle of syrup on the table. What the fuck? Like she brought in like Smucker's sugar-free syrup from a home. And being the super incognito person I am, I just go, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) And, And right as I say that, I look up... And this woman is making dead reckoning eye contact with me. <laughs> and immediately I just snapped back to my fucking whatever I was eating. And I just did not look away from my fucking breakfast. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Yeah, that was Holy bad. Holy shit. <laughs> I love me some scrambled pancakes in the morning. <laughs> Oh my god! And then uh, one of my buddies, we uh, we got an order of it when we went, but there's a little pumpkin donut thing. Yeah. So the restaurant has these little like cake pop balls of uh, pumpkin donut. They're very good, very sweet. They're very good. But uh, we tried ordering that when we went, and they didn't have them. The lady was like, "Yeah, whatever." Our fucking supplier shorted us. And we're like, "Oh, that sucks." And then our fucking brainlet of the group goes, "Can we just get one pumpkin pancake?" And she's like, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. And so she brings, she goes away and then brings her pancake back. And there's just this pancake sitting in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, reaching for my fork to, like, take a little bite out of it. And <laughs> Garrett goes, he's like, we should just eat it with our hands. And our friends are like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I followed the herd like a fucking lemming. And we all just got our hands and just took a giant chunk out of the pancake. That's fucking disgusting. And you remember Bro Dude Server? Yep. Yeah, he was at the other table talking to some mom about, like, how he went to Malibu and fucking pet alpacas or some yeah. shit. He was one of those guys. And uh, I just see him kind of, like, glance over at us, like, just fist-fucking this pancake. And then he just looks away and goes back in the kitchen. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm so glad that I'm purveying this image of myself in public right now. Oh, yeah. Well, after our little breakfast retreat, we uh, there's a Sears. There's a mall next to it. And the Sears, they went out of business. There's, so there's a, a portal to the back rooms. Yeah, there's a Spirit Halloween in it now. And uh, we were trying to go to, to the Spirit. And um, we pull into the mall. But we're, we can't get to the parking lot because, as you so lovingly put it, there is a cloud of geese just in the road. Um, and it's me, Ethan, and Diana. 
and we're all just sitting there and Ethan just starts getting closer and closer to the geese. And if you don't know this, if you hit a goose, that's like a thousand dollar fine. Yeah. And there was like, it was a big fucking flock. There, there was, was a like lot three of, of geese. And, you know, I figured, like, they'll get out of the way eventually. Like, I know how birds work. They don't want to die, but they'll fuck with you to the very yeah. end. I, uh, I had an interaction with pigeons like that. I was trying to go to one of the car vacuums, and there was these three pigeons just fucking with some crumbs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're either going to move or get ran over. So I just started pulling towards them, and they didn't move. I just oh, saw, like, my bumper went forward, and there was no pigeons. I was like, oh, God. Oh, fuck. And then I got out, and they just moved, like, an inch to the side. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. I hate birds. Kids are cucks. But, yeah, so I'm just in the car. <laughs> and it would have been very easy for me to just like reverse a couple feet and then go oh, the other yeah. way. Yep. But Diana was freaking the fuck out about me getting freaking too close it. to the geese. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> being the lovely friend I am, I just decided to keep going with the goose gag. <laughs> the lovely goose gag. Yeah. And so I just keep getting closer and closer and these geese won't fucking move at all. It's shocking how they're sitting. They're like in the middle of the road, sitting down with this fucking car yeah, right like next to them. Just him. squaring up to my fucking giant car. And I'm like, Diana's still freaking out about the geese. And I try going around them, and then these fuckers move in front of me. Mm-hmm. And eventually I found a gap in the geese and was able to get <laughs> the geese gap. We bridged the geese gap. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we. <laughs> We weathered the goose gap and eventually got to the spirit Halloween inside the defunct Sears. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you take it from there. Um, so this, I learned something after our experience to spirit, uh, because we went in there and there wasn't really anything. Not really. Um, and that's because at the end of every season, they just pack up the shit and ship it back to like the main warehouse. Really? And then the start of every season they instead of putting the new shit out immediately, they bring the old shit, put it out first, whatever they have. Interesting. And then let that sell. And then like the start of October is when they put the new shit out. I mean, I guess that makes sense. You know, you put it. I'm gonna go on a little tangent, but you put it. You put it into storage, and that's gonna be the first thing you're able to pull out. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense, but at the same time, like. Yeah. So there was weird shit. Um, I hate to tell you, listeners. But there was no sussy Among Us. Costume. That's truly the only reason I wanted to go yeah, to the same. Uh, to find the sussy crewmate costume. But there was none, and I was quite upset. There was no <laughs> no storm, Charlie. <laughs> down enough. Down enough. Um, but we did find funny pickle Rick <laughs> and funny Minecraft Alex. That was costumes. the weirdest costume I've ever seen. The Alex one, just the, the mine, just the Minecraft ones in general. Yeah, the they didn't really have good Minecraft ones. They had like a shitty plastic Alex head, a shitty plastic creeper head, creature head, a creature head, and that was about it. It was like really sad, but. Ethan beat the fuck out of me with a plastic sword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he tried to, like... I had this dumbass fucking you had a leg mask on. Oh, that's what it was. And he, he tried to knock it off my face because the nose was really long. And he fucking hit me in my actual nose hard as <laughs> fuck. I wasn't even, like, like LARPing or anything like that. I just looked at Nick and I had the sword in my hand. And just I just fucking stabbed me. No, I was like, I'm just going to, like, tap him on the beak and, like... <laughs> It's going to go flying and it'll be funny. But instead, I just clocked him in the side of the fucking nose as hard as possible. It fucking hurt. That shit hurted. (laughs) 
Um, what else did we find there that was merely entertaining? Um, nothing really. Yeah, it, it was, was really of, upsetting. It was a sad spirit Halloween, honestly. Yeah, we we did find the portal to the back rooms, which was fun. We did. Also, I'll get into this on part two of our little series here, but uh, I finally, finally downloaded TikTok. Yes. Uh, out of complete volition and boredom. Yes. But uh, I did not know the back rooms had such a large fucking presence on TikTok. Yep. Because I sat on my phone for like an hour yesterday scrolling through back, uh, I almost said backwoods, back rooms lore. And uh, it was very entertaining. Yeah. There's a lot of kooky characters that live in the back rooms. There are uh, some kooky kooky little characters back there. But uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, any like run down like abandoned superstore is an instant portal to the back rooms yes and nick was talking about that in the car he's like yeah if you go into spirit halloween and you peer through the grates you can see the back rooms yep and i was like oh whatever and then we fucking found like some gap in the fucking wall yep. and we look back and I was like holy shit that's fucking terrifying it looks exactly like the fucking stock images of the back rooms too yeah. it's gray and like with a yellow tinge, and it just looks gross. Yeah, and that's exactly what you see behind the partitioning. Yeah, partitioning. <laughs> Partitions. Yeah, you can just see like spirit. Yeah, you can just see the like granules of dust on the ground. Yeah, like, you can see it floating with the tint of the fluorescent bulbs. Yeah, so that was a fun journey. What else did we do that day? We didn't do really much anything. Oh, fucking okay. No, this is this is the last one. This is the last story for this episode. Fucking Ethan, um, he went on the big ass rant of witches, right? Um, and he has done a complete one eighty. Hey, you're not allowed to talk yet <laughs> because I will sip my latte. This motherfucker has tarot cards now, and. He's been talking to Diana, and Diana's big on um, wicked stuff and um, crystals. Ethan is now a connoisseur of crystals. They're minerals, goddammit. Uh-huh. And um, we we finish our excavation at Spirit, and we head back to his humble abode. There we go to his... Where, at Ethan's house... Um, he pulls out a tiny little bag full of minerals that he wants to give us. And he's like, no, you're not allowed to pick them. You're supposed to use your intuition and find the one that's speaking to you. Um, so now you can defend yourself on why you carry a dime bag of crystals. <laughs> a fucking eight ball of crystals. Yeah. Uh, well, the listeners are used to this because, as you will recall, on the last episode of our Humble Little Podcast, I mentioned my crystal arc. Yeah, you did. And I have been in contact with Diana over my embarkation to Colorado, mm-hmm. and I told her I'd bring her crystals, and so I did. Yeah. Which, uh, I forgot, which one did she take? Uh, she took red jasper. Oh, that's right. And you took lava stone. I took the lava stone one. Yeah. Because it was... Smooth. It was cool. It, it was wasn't smooth. That's the rockiest crystal I have. It was smooth. It felt smooth in the palm of my hand, sir. But yeah, I think that's where we're going to end it for this one. That was a fun little journey from San Diego to Spirit Halloween. To the back rooms. Yeah. To Crystal Land. <laughs> crystal um, Land. That's called Federal. Yeah. I want to. <laughs> I want to apologize one more time about the radio silence. It will probably happen again, but 
We'll see. Y'all are used to it by now, but yeah. enjoy these couple episodes where me and Nick are hamming it up in the studio together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in part two where we're going to discuss our adventures at the Rise Against concert. Yay. Yay. Good night. Bye bye. Sleep well. <laughs>